Tony Collins here, and today we're going to be talking about hearing loss, or as it's called, noise-induced hearing loss. Welcome to Safety Help with Tony Collins. Join him to learn how to improve workplace safety to be legally compliant, win more contracts, and increase profits. As with anything in the workplace that can harm you, including noise, we need to have a plan in place to prevent or minimise the chance of that harm occurring. What I've found, though, often is that people raise noise as a safety issue when it's not. It's actually a management issue. And it can cause companies a lot of money implementing safety initiatives The fact is, you do not need to mitigate noise for safety reasons if the noise level is not harming a person. For example, in a, especially a lot of factory settings, the radio can be heard blaring in the background. Now, assuming that noise level is not going to harm somebody, and we'll talk about that later, uh, one person's music can be another person's annoyance. And now we've got a management issue. The problem is that people will often raise the safety card to basically try and get their way. And you have to look into that. That's what you want, people reporting potential issues. Now, let's say you've done your check and the noise level is below that, which is going to harm somebody. Then we look at the management. Often... Companies, though, may start down a path of managing a safety issue, putting design measures in place, uh, issuing equipment, policies around use of air defenders in a factory setting with the radio blaring, which may mean that the radio gets louder and those that don't wear earplugs or air defenders actually get exposed to uh, noise levels that then can become harmful. And they have monitoring that they pay for. So you have all this time and resource put into a safety issue, which was not a safety issue. And the problem with that is you'll have real safety issues that are therefore not being addressed. Everybody has limited resource. So around noise, the first step is to analytically take all the emotion away, determine if it is harmful. So how do we do that? A really good rule of thumb is if you have to shout to be heard from a meter away, then you're probably going to be causing harm to somebody, to their hearing. Look, I can, I could tell you all the decibels and all the ratings and times. It doesn't mean maybe necessarily anything to you, but that's a good rule of thumb. If there's a constant noise, which means you need to shout from a meter away, or there's loud impact or banging noises, then that's when you need to bring a technical expert in to measure the uh, how loud it is, the amplitude and maybe even the frequency of that noise. So what I recommend you do to do a stock take of the noise levels at your workplace is use the Mark 1 hearing meter, your ears, Walk around, or even you can put this in as an initiative in your workplace if you're spread around the country. Use this as a first cut. Do people need to shout from more than a meter away to be heard? Or 
Are there any loud or impact, loud impact or banging noises occurring? So from that information, you can then determine, all right, we've got some great reporting coming in. That's a good win for communication already and engagement with employees. And now you're using them to identify potential problems. Back to the management issue around noise. That's a completely different issue. And, um, that's not what I'm talking about here. This has been another episode on Workplace Safety by Tony Collins. For more tips, visit safetyhub.co.nz and join the free newsletter.